Welcome back, everyone. It's the Energy Speaks Life podcast. I'm Coach Energy, the self-mastery coach, speaker, court-registered mediator, and author. On this channel, we discuss everything involving personal development and self-improvement for those who want to achieve self-mastery. This week, my guest is Monica Martin. She will be discussing topics around loneliness and isolation, knowing oneself, and so many other things around mindset, and just really discovering who are you. So Monica, please introduce yourself to the listeners. Let us know your experience or your relation to the topics that we will be discussing today. And supporters and listeners, let's tune in. Sure. Hi, Energy. They're happy to be here. So I am an alignment coach and a soul therapist, and I help men and women overcome a dark night of the soul so they can live a purpose-driven life with ease and flow. So I am a certified yoga teacher. I am also certified in Ayurvedic uh, health and lifestyle. And I have a certification in somatic embodiment and regulation strategies. So a little background story uh, and how I came to do this. Uh, I actually grew up in a very toxic and abusive environment, which led me to have complex post-traumatic stress disorder. And uh, so for many years, I, w- I dealt with crippling anxiety, very t- like very bad panic attacks and chronic pain. Um, and in July 2021, I had a very bad burnout. Um, and it was really time for me to face my trauma, which I had not done um, in my healing journey. Uh, and I had been on a healing journey for about 20 years, but I was not ready And, you know, nothing can happen if you're not ready (laughs) to heal my childhood trauma. When I was able to do that, that's when I gained so much clarity. That's when I found my purpose. And that's when I found the confidence and the courage to create a life that I love. Nice. And so about today's topics, um, loneliness and isolation. So um, I have been living in Switzerland for about nine years now, but it's only it's I've been single for four years um, and uh, I was working until I had, I had burnout. And so ever since I've been, you know, working online, I live in Switzerland. So for Americans who listen to us, it's really not the same kind of mindset. I would be living in the United States. It would probably be easier for me to make friends, meet new people, because whenever I've gone to the United States, like the people are so warm and welcoming. It's crazy how easily people come to you and to just chat about random stuff. And here it's not the case. Like I don't even know my neighbors. Um, like I, I've seen them, right? But I don't know them. I've never had a drink with them. Um, so for the past, I guess I would say for the past six to seven, seven months, it's been... I have to be honest, it's been a little bit difficult to, you know, work from home and not have, like, I, thank God, I do have one close friend here, uh, but is about to be a father, is about to get married. So obviously his life is changing um, and I'm happy for him, but, you know, I am still single and it's really, really hard. I live in Switzerland. It's so hard to make friends. Um So this is something that I've been dealing with. Um, And for everyone dealing with isolation and loneliness, 
I would say, and for me, for example, I am completely estranged from my family. Uh, so I don't even have a family that I can, you know, call or I have a couple of friends, you know, online people that share my interests, but like physically beside that one friend, I really don't have anyone. Um, so for anyone going through the same situation, I would say um, find online communities. And I have to be honest, it's not the same, but it's better than uh, nothing at all. If you live in a country where people are quite warm and open-minded, I would suggest that you, you know, there are groups that are created um, about uh, your, like, about cities. You can sign up to these groups and then you have, like, random activities uh, that are offered and you can join for free or sometimes you have to pay a fee, but you can meet new people. Um, and, um, also I wouldn't really suggest to go to a bar alone. Cause I mean, for me, that feels kind of, I don't know, really weird. Um, but try to, uh, I don't know, even just participate to, um, you know, like a yoga class or whatever class you want to, you want to do, um, like any kind of activities, uh, that actually that you are interested in. Uh, and when it comes to free stuff, because I mean, right now, you know, it's inflation and I know a lot of people are going through um, financial troubles. Um, I would say, um, yeah, really try to find online communities and you know, you can even find people in your area. Mm-hmm. Like if you sign up to a group about your city, for example, like I said before, you can, you know, you don't need to go to those paid events. You can chit chat with people in the groups and then meet up you know somewhere else so it's doable obviously it's easier if you live in a country where people are more welcoming and warmer um but it's possible and you if you leave like if you leave um in a remote place because that also creates loneliness and isolation um i would say you know reach out uh if you have family if you have friends even if they live far away it's really important to keep in touch uh with the people that are close to you like even i i have this one friend and obviously his life is changing but you know we text on a daily basis so yeah now thanks to the internet obviously we are probably more disconnected than ever but it's also a good way to connect with new people or keep in touch with the people that we love, but who live far away from us. And sometimes also maybe just think about, are you willing to relocate? Mm -hmm. Maybe in a different city, maybe in a different country. Um, I have been thinking about that very seriously. Yeah. If you were to relocate, where would you go? Do you have any idea yet? Honestly, I am... I would love to go live by the ocean, you know, like maybe something like Australia, New Zealand, a country where people speak English. So you have this warm um, mentality, but but you also have the ocean, you know, like I really love the ocean. Um, and I live in Switzerland. There is no sea. There is no ocean. So, yeah, it's kind of hard. But yeah. And, you know, I'm also open to, you know, just meet someone, fall in love and just... <laughs> you know, follow him wherever he wants to go. Because at the end of the day, you know, I don't have any, you know, I don't have any roots anywhere. I'm French. I live in Switzerland. I don't have any family. uh, Or I mean, I'm estranged from my family. 
so I could just go leave anywhere, you know. I would understand from a partner, you know, who has friends, who has family around, it's more difficult to relocate. So I would be willing to. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like it can um, be exciting and adventurous. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, ready to do anything for love. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so you mentioned um, burnout, like a lot of people yeah. experience burnout, either from your own experience, if you're comfortable with sharing what sure. caused your burnout, or just from maybe clients that you may have coached, um, what are the common causes of burnout that you've heard or um, mm -hmm. have worked with other people, just whichever one you are comfortable with, what cause your burnout or what do you hear more from others so i had been dealing with uh, chronic physical pain and chronic fatigue for uh over a year and um the work environment really changed to a very toxic one i tried to advocate for myself and my colleagues and um the management in place um didn't play fair because they were like, okay, this one, you know, she's a threat. Uh, she doesn't want it that way. And, you know, we were having very harsh conditions, uh, work conditions. We, uh, people were living and they were not replaced. We were understaffed. Uh, they would change our schedule because, you know, they were not enough. <laughs> they were not enough employees to work. So, you know, like you would have like maybe like a 24 hour notice if at all and you would have to come the the next day and change your own schedule you know like if you have to go to the doctor or something so it was and we had a very unsupportive manager she was pretty new she wasn't untrained she had very poor communication skills she was really not fit for the job so it was this whole thing that a, a little over a year after i started to deal with with really bad chronic pain and, and fatigue i you know, I went to work one day and like my manager, she looked at me and she asked me how I was doing it. And I just thought to myself, what a hypocrite. And I remember that I went to the locker room and I was like, I just can't do it anymore. I just cannot put up this face pretending everything is fine when I know it's a shit show. When I know that all they want to do is just to try to fire me any way they can. But because it was a big corporate, you know, they just wouldn't fire me like this. Um, they still wanted a reason. So it wouldn't be, um, you know, problematic. And so like, I just can't take it anymore. And I always wondered after everything that I went through, for, through after the abuse, after, you know, the, the bad, really, really bad panic attacks, the crippling anxiety and the different kind of chronic symptoms and chronic pain and all that stuff. I always wondered what would it take me for me to actually break down? And that was, you know, like the last drop, um, that work situation. And that's the physical part. But I will tell you uh, on, I guess, what I believe is a more spiritual part is that burnout is a sign that you are disconnect disconnected from who you truly are. Mm. And your consciousness will lead you to situations where you will have to face your demons. 
whatever that is. And I had been good at, exp- at um, escaping that part, you know, like my childhood trauma. I was doing healing and I was doing self-development, but it was really on a surface level, let's be honest here. And I know a lot of people do that because it's just not ready to actually go deeper. And, um, and you know, I have very, very, I had actually a very, very thick skin. And I went through all this stuff again and again and again another challenge again and again until i was like okay i can't take it anymore like my body had been screaming to me for over a year and even more and uh and one day my mind literally broke yeah and burnout is yeah it's 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 a sign that you're not living life in alignment you are misaligned yes and so what are maybe anywhere from one to three um tips or suggestions or um strategies that you used and that you're able to share with the listeners to help them themselves get out of burnout if they are currently dealing with it okay so i know in the united states it's a little bit different than here because i was able to be on sick leave and i was paid full salary I know it can be very difficult if you're living in the United States. You do not have this privilege. Um, so I would say reach out for support to your family, to your loved ones, to help you with your kids, with your chores, with you know doing the groceries, or whatever it is that you need to do and take care of so you can have more time for yourself and you can rest. Because when you go through burnout, you have to understand something. Your nervous system has reached its limit you have to rest and you have to slow down. Absolutely. And second, I would say do more of the things that you love because if you are experiencing burnout, it means that you have been a lot, you have been doing a lot of things that give you very little joy and pleasure and probably not at all. So just think about what you really like, what you really enjoy and it can be anything from, I just don't know, just walking in nature or, um, I don't know, go have a swim or spend time with your loved ones or cuddle your pets. Really just write down a list of all the small things that you love to do. Because yes, you could go on a trip and that could be great. Like if you have this time and this money to kind of self-reflect. Um, but I'm tr- trying here to share you know, uh, practical tips that everyone can use. And I know not everyone have this privilege. So yeah, just write down a list of the small things that you love and really enjoy that really nurtures you and um, and bring you pleasure. Yeah. Definitely. And That's the, too. Yeah. And the third tip would be um, work with the nervous system. So in my personal case, I um, so I started to see a therapist, though the therapy was not so much about healing myself. It was more about um, expressing myself. It was about expressing myself. Uh, and I know it's needed, you know, like um, you have someone that you pay uh, so you can complain, <laughs> but also self, but also self-reflect. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one thing that I did. I also, um, started to get acupuncture treatment, uh, treatments again, 
which helped me, you know, with stress and, you know, just get the energy of my body back on track. I also did shiatsu treatments, which is kind of like, um, it's not a massage, uh, but it's also with the uh, energy points in the body. Really good to help uh, um, with the nervous system. And then I did, I used my own um, psychic abilities to um, go back in time and work on my childhood trauma. And um, yeah, but really what was really powerful about my healing was that I actually first went to a psychiatrist because I was on sick leave. So I needed a doctor to uh, keep, um, you know, keep writing the paper so I could stay on, on sick leave until I was healed. And that first psychiatrist I went to wanted to put me on antidepressant and didn't believe my story because I had been researching and I arrived in his office with my research and telling him what I wanted to do, what I could explore and all these things. And, you know, uh, it was a man, a doctor in his probably late 50s, early 60s or something like that. And it didn't like my approach, the fact that I was probably very... um in charge of my own healing and that I wasn't, you know, I guess it was like, you know, I'm the doctor, you're going to take antidepressant. And he told me like, with all the things that you've told me, you're going to need years and years of therapy. And I thought to myself, no effing way. There's no way that, that I, you know, that I have to do therapy for many, many years. There must be another way. So I left his office. I was very, very shocked to be honest, because he was quite abusive to me in a verbal way. Um, Anyways, I left in shock and then I was like, okay, I need to find another psychiatrist and I need to, you know, like I, I'm going to take charge. I'm going to be in charge of my own healing. And, and so I did. And I felt so empowered and to see that it worked, you know, just two months later. So I did about two months and a half. Um, there was about two and a half months of research because it was summertime and that psychiatrist was on sickly, uh, on holidays and my family doctor sent me to that doctor so i had to see that doctor and so when i got to see him it was uh, late september and uh, by late november i was healed from burnout mm. and i was healed also from clipping cr crippling anxiety panic attacks and most of the symptoms from my cptsd now what i have been doing is still working with my nervous system because my nervous system was very much dysregulated because of all the years of chronic stress and abuse that i went through so it's still a work in progress but god i am doing so much better and i was able to find the courage to actually go for the things that i wanted which is something that i had denied myself for so long because i was chronically stressed i want to tell people when you're chronically stressed you are unable to um you're unable to know who you are because you don't you are not in a space where you can actually connect fully with who you truly are yeah that a lot of people i don't think they realize just how if your body is going through if you your physical body you as an individual if you're going through or have encountered something traumatic it actually does we rewire your nervous system and that is a real thing and i could just imagine what you were experiencing and going through after having dealing with it for an entire year or a little over a year but I'm, I'm happy to hear that you're on the other side of that now. 
And those three tips that you suggested for everyone that's listening, those are amazing. And just to recap, the first one was to reach out for support. The yeah, second so important. Was, yes. And the second was to do more things that you love. And the third is to work with your nervous system. So super important. Thank you for sharing all of those amazing suggestions and pieces of advice or just things for people to think about how can they incorporate it in their lives if they are also experiencing burnout. So can you talk to us about living your life in alignment? You, you hinted to that a little bit earlier. So tell us what that is about. So living a life in alignment is um, being in tune with yourself and taking um, actions and making decisions accordingly to who you are. For example, um, tomorrow you want to invite me to a party, but, um, you know, I'm not feeling it. I've been tired. I just need to rest. I'm going to tell you, okay, I would love to come, but I'm sorry. I'm not feeling well. Uh, if there, If I have a job offer, but, um, you know, I don't feel that this job offer is right, even though on paper, it seems amazing. I'll probably, you know, just think about it and ask myself, is that really what I want to do? And why is it that I don't feel that it's right? It's not about, you know, sometimes you're going to make choices that seem logical, but just do not feel right. Mm -hmm. And it's about listening to what you feel or what you hear. And when I mean what you hear, I'm not talking about that negative voice in your head, which is mostly a creation from your own trauma. I'm talking about your, you know, calm, peaceful, nurturing and kind inner voice. Um, for those who have, um, who can hear that voice, because I know it's not everyone who can. Um, yeah, just listen to that voice. Yeah. And listen to your body because the body sends you so many signals. You know, the nervous system is such a great tool. Um, but also it can kind of like backfire because you can have a trauma response. For example, let's say you meet someone, you go on a date with that man is amazing. But for whatever reason, um, he reminds you of I don't know, a traumatic event that you lived at some point in your life with a man that can trigger your nervous system. And this person is going to feel like a threat to your nervous system. You're not going to feel well. You're going to feel panicked. That's happened to me, actually. That's why I'm, I'm using that example, because it's an, an example. That's a situation that I've lived. Uh, and, um, and yeah, that person, like that man, didn't do anything to me. But during our whole... Um, meetup, I would call it more meetup than a date. I was inside. I was just, I was freaking out, but I was like, you know, this is like, there is nothing. It's just your nervous system is acting up. Um, so that can happen. You can have a trauma response with something that is actually um, not wrong for you. So it's really about, really about understanding yourself and knowing who you are and understanding your own cues, which is not something that happens overnight. It's been a long process for me as well. Um, but if you are able to create space, um, if you're not chronically stressed, which is not a lot of people in the Western world, at least, <laughs> but 
Yeah, if you're able to just pause and listen to yourself, it can be done through meditation, for example, or you don't even have to meditate. You could just sit down with yourself and just close your eyes and just let yourself feel whatever it is you're feeling. Um, Because we live in a society where, you know, as kids, we were told not to feel, not to cry and all that stuff. Therefore, we as adults have such a hard time to let ourselves feel. But our emotions are such a great tool to understand ourselves. Yeah. And what you were saying about knowing who you are and understanding yourself, that is huge. I have a product that's out right now that I'm, uh, I've authored, and it's called What's Your Passcode? And it takes you through the steps of actually learning who you are and becoming the best version of yourself. And the key thing that you said at the end of you um, bringing that up is it's a process because it absolutely yeah. is. It's not anything that's going to happen overnight. It's not anything no. that's going to, you know, happen within just a, maybe a few weeks of, you know, maybe working with a coach or seeing a therapist or just kind of taking some time in nature, you know, whatever it is, it does take time. It is a process. And the key is to yeah. not give up. Um, and so that was a, a good point that you brought up because immediately I thought about my, my product that's out there. And then also that's a great segue as far as like knowing who you are, because you also speak on the areas of knowing oneself. And so yeah. can you go deeper into how can someone know themselves, get to know themselves, truly get to understand who they are? So first I would like to say that we are disconnected from ourselves because of trauma and because of programming. Programming, whether it comes from society or your own education, um, and obviously, um, you know, there's also, I guess you call that intergenerational trauma as well. Is that the right word in English? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, lots of trauma and um, how the society... Um, programs us to be, think, and do things in a certain way, make us disconnect from ourselves. And so that's not um, like an overnight process because you're going to have to deconstruct and get rid of these unwanted layers that you are um, that you have been wearing. Because I don't believe that, you know, and you said it as well, you know, become the best version of yourself. I think that it's more about unbecoming who we are to truly be who we are. Does it make sense? Yes. Because <laughs> it's all that conditioning and all that trauma who is kind of like layers that we wear one on another. And, um, and so it's about removing all these unwanted layers to, you know, be able to really embody who you truly are and shine your light. Because I believe that each person on this planet, no, and okay, yeah, maybe not everyone. I will have to agree with that. But I believe that most people on this planet are actually good people um, and just good people who are actually completely disconnected from who they truly are. And I honestly believe that when you know yourself, when you heal yourself, when you show up in the world as 
um, the best version of yourself, which is the version that should have you should have been from the start. You actually heal the world because you lead by example and your actions and your decisions are what will make the world a better place. Yes, 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 yes. Ah. So that's why it's so important for you to know yourself. And, you know, um, I know also that, you know, nowadays people say, oh, you know, that's who I am. And you, who you are is a healed version of yourself. It's not an imbalanced and triggered and traumatized version of who you are. The true self is a healed version of yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And most of the work or a lot of the work when coaching clients is having to unlearn a lot of things that they have learned over years from back as a child, teenager, young adult, and even some things recently. So a lot of that process and work that has to be put into working with clients who want to get rid of bad habits or get rid of certain thought processes or ways of life, whatever it is, a lot of it is simply unlearning the things yes. that we've picked up over time that are no longer exactly. serving us. <laughs> exactly. And I would say that um, if you're already aware of your patterns, you're already healing. Yes. You're already on the way. Absolutely. See, if you have this self-awareness, it's actually, you know, it's actually the first step to um, to embody who you truly are and to actually activate um, this change within you. Because if you have no clue, if you don't have this self-awareness, you're never going to want to change. You're never wanting, you're, you'll never want to uh, be this version of yourself that is, um, you know, truly you. So self-awareness is really, really important and be able to self-reflect and be like, okay, for example, I just had an argument with that person. I felt that I was heavily triggered. I kind of like, you know, lost it. I regret it. Um, but what can I do so that doesn't happen again? And if it's someone that you have to see again, um, you know, not just, you know, not just you, you know, kind of like um, lashing out in your car because another driver, um, you know, just drive before you. But um, how can I repair? Yeah, definitely. While you were talking, I was reaching um, because I had just mentioned my product. And yes you started saying how important self-awareness is. And if a person has that first thing, that awareness of self, if they're already at that point, then they're already started their own healing. And that yes. is so true. And I had to just go ahead and reach for my product because this is the, the product that I was talking about where the first key or the first lesson is self-awareness so there are seven keys in here <laughs> and the absolute first one intentionally is self-awareness yeah, that's where it all began step. and so this is that product that i was mentioning i'll go ahead and plug it here for awesome. anyone who wants to um, get your own copy it's called what's your passcode because we all have 
our own coding to ourselves as far as who, who we are, what makes us tick, what makes us be, you know, what do we, how do we react to certain things? What are those things that we're passionate about? So forth and so on. And the subtitle is the keys to hacking access to the life of your dreams, which is ultimately becoming the best version of yourself. So check this out on my website, coachenergy.com or energyspeakslife.com. Um, get your copy today and that will help you on your journey of becoming the best version of yourself and truly learning who you are. And it goes right in alignment with what we're discussing today. So I had to go ahead and pull exactly. that out um, because you were talking about self-awareness and that's the first thing that you, when I am working with clients, at least that's the first step that we work on. We, we have to figure out, well, who are you first? You know, once we peel back all of those layers, like you were describing, well, who are you? Um, you know, why do you do this? What are the things that that excite you? What are the things that may really frustrate you? Like you were talking about also, if you're driving in the car and someone cuts you off or, you know, someone's going too slow or whatever, like what is your response system and why? <laughs> you know, so <laughs> that was yeah. One can learn so much just by observing. You know, how you react, how you feel, the words that you say, just by, you know, and I think a lot of people don't do that, but just take the time to actually be in your body and be aware of how you behave and how you react yeah, and how you speak. Yep. And because so many people, they, they ignore it. You know, they ignore yes. those little signs. They ignore the the rising of their body temperature. Mm -hmm. They ignore the the goosebumps or the hair that stands on the back of their neck or, you know, on their arm. It's like all of those things are your body trying to get your attention, trying to get yeah. you to focus on the present moment. Like what's actually going on right now? What situation are you in? What person are you communicating with? What person are you sitting across the table at a date with? And mm -hmm. how is your body responding right now? Because your body is up, is on your team. Your body is on your side. And unfortunately, there's too many people who feel that their body is like against them. It works against them or it's betraying I, them. I, I thought the same for, you know, many years with all my, you know, chronic symptoms. And especially when I had chronic pain, uh, it was really bad. And yes, I was like, you know, like, I feel like I have been doing everything. I just don't know what I need to do. Like. I feel like my body is my enemy. And after I had my burnout and then I started to work with my nervous system and I then I did my certification um, to be a yoga teacher and um, and really doing somatic embodiment practices really helped me uh, create this relationship with my body that I didn't have. Because most people, um, I mean, we all, we all carry trauma, whether it was neglect or abuse, but the, um, the impact can be the exact same um, thing. Mm -hmm. So what I want to say is that it, you are going to have trauma anyways, and that's going to keep you from being in your body. Like You don't want to be in your body because you don't want to feel. And that's something that you learn when you were a child. So the more disconnected you are with your body, the less you will be able to feel and the less you will be able to understand um, what your body wants to say to you. 
And it's also part of the conditioning, to be honest. This is the society conditioning. When we're told, you know, when we're disconnected from ourselves, we don't probably make the best choices for our, for ourselves either. So, you know. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. I'm just letting that breathe for a second because that's, that's a realization right there. That is something that we need to be more aware of. The choices that we may be making yeah. are not necessarily the best choices for ourselves. No. <laughs> yeah, because if we're disconnected, we make choices. Most of the choices that we make, make are from uh, programming or, you know, from the trauma that we experienced. So, I mean, if you can show up in the world as a fully healed self, it's such a, it's such, it, it's really powerful and it's empowering and, um, and you feel, you know, you feel sovereign as a human being. Definitely. Definitely. Well, that's some good information to describe and talk about knowing oneself. And I think that's a perfect place to let's segue into our fun segment. So this is where I'm going to ask you a fun question. I might ask you two or three, but definitely this sure. first one. So tell us one fun thing or one fun fact about you or a fun fact that you just ha happen to randomly know that you can share with us. Um, a fun fact about me. Yeah, or a fun and fact. And right now? No. Okay. Uh, a fun fact about me is, and I have been binge watching, like really like binge watching that Netflix show uh, that I love. It's called Girls 5 Eva. And it's um, about a a like a girls band from the early 2000 who are making a comeback um it's with um sarah Barrelis and um i can't remember the names of the other women but it's about women in their early 40s late 30s early 40s it's so freaking um funny and i'm not the kind of person who laughs easily uh about jokes that i see on tv but that show is like, if you are feeling lonely, if you are um, feeling isolated, it's going to cheer you up like mm -hmm. crazy. I love it. I, I recommend it. It's been my favorite. The, the songs are crazy. The uh, characters are just hilarious. Um, I love it. <laughs> I will have to look that up. <laughs> yeah. And tell me, tell me how, if you like it. It's just, okay. I love it. I will. I will. Okay, so I do want to ask you a second question. So yes. what is, what's your favorite word or one word that describes you love. or that you live by? There we go. Love. Love. Awesome. Yeah. You knew that one. <laughs> love is such a healer. And a lot of people are actually scared of love because of, um, you know, the experience that they had as a child. Uh, but even for me, someone who, you know, like, I don't even know what it's like to love my parents because I've never had that attachment. But for me, love has always been such a powerful healer. I believe love can heal the world, but not in a kind of 
you know, cheesy kind of way. It's about loving yourself and uh, respect the people that you love and um, and also have boundaries, you know, like it's not about turning the other chick because <laughs> I'm not that kind of chick. <laughs> but uh, yeah, love, love is such a healer. You know, the love that you give, the love that you get, um, it's a powerful tool. Yeah. Awesome. Fantastic. Okay. One last question. What's your biggest pet peeve? Um, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Does it have to be like a bad thing no. or a good thing? Doesn't matter. Either or. <laughs> okay. Um, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, no. Um, I guess maybe I spent too much time online. Maybe that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't, it's crazy. Like, I cannot think about anything right now. Um, honestly, no. I guess I spent too much time online. Um, I guess that's... How much that's time it. is too much time? Well, about, you know, like eight, nine hours a day. A day? <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, you know, like being on the computer and doing my work stuff as well, you know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It's not, it's not scrolling just... on Instagram. No, no, no. It's not that. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I have used the internet. I have been in love with the internet since I was 12. Um, so, like, the internet has always been a big part of my life because I, you know, that's also how I was uh, able to improve my English. Uh, this is how I've met, I've connected with amazing people. So the internet has always been a great tool for me ever since I was a kid. Yes. And um, yeah. Awesome. How I many languages it. do you speak? <laughs> Sorry? How many languages do you speak? Oh, so um, I speak French. French is my mother tongue. Um, I studied German for 10 years. So I can have, um, you know, I know basic to like, yeah like in term yeah I, I would say i have basic knowledge in german i can have like a basic conversation with someone i'm obviously um more comfortable speaking in english but i can do german uh yeah yes in english yeah nice nice good job that's nice <laughs> <laughs> good stuff well thank you for participating and just giving us thank a little bit so of entertainment for, for a few minutes so let's go ahead and wrap things up. Is there a last nugget or a takeaway that you would like to share as a final thought? Yeah, I would say have a relationship with yourself. You know, you were born on this planet um, in this body and um, you will live this place in this body. This is the one thing that will always be with you really deep in your relationship with yourself be your own best friend know who you are know how you want to show up in the world and um, if you want the world to be a better place it starts with you first it's not an outside in thing it's an inside out thing fantastic it starts with you be your mm -hmm. own best friend i think that's a perfect place for us to stop 
So thank you for your time today. Thank you for sharing all of your knowledge, all of your wisdom you. and your experience with everyone regarding the topics from today. So I do want to give you the opportunity to just share your, your information as far as where can we find you, where can we support you, if you have a website, social media, if you have sure. your own podcast, whatever it is that you want to share, this is the perfect time to do so. Yeah. So I have a website. Um, it's embodyyourflow.com. I am on Instagram. My Instagram handle is embodyyourflow. I am. I also have um, a podcast. It's called the Embody Your Flow podcast. Uh, but yeah, if you you know Google me, Monica Martin, um, alignment coach, you will find me. Awesome. Make sure you support everyone. Make sure you go check out all of the, <clears throat> excuse me, the pages that she or the website that she provided, as well as go take a listen to her podcast also. Well, Monica, thank you so much for being my guest today. And thank you, it was everyone, a pleasure. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Everyone, again, make sure that you go support her as well and share this podcast, share this episode. If there was information in here regarding burnout or just getting to know yourself, figuring out how to become the best version of yourself, if any of that resonated with you, then share this podcast or at the least give it a thumbs up. <clears throat> I thank you yes. for your time today. And again, this is the Energy Speaks Life podcast. I'm Coach Energy, the self mastery coach. And you know that when you master your mind, when you master your emotions, and when you master your assignment, you can live your purpose and live on purpose. Next time. Bye-bye.